0: Hey, what is up everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm Max Simpson. Max Simpson in the house can't talk today. I'm so excited. And Ramon Chavez ready to talk some Phoenix Rising today. Thank you so much for joining us. Max, how are you, man? I'll see you in a minute.
1: I'm doing great because we are presented by DraftKings, the number one sportsbook app. You're darn tuned. We are. I'm doing it. Fantastic. (laughs) I'm in my bad birdie. I got OGs on me. You already know I'm ready to go. Look at them. Partners and advertisers aside, but no, I'm psyched. Schedule is out. We have a lot to talk about with Rising, with a bunch of other things, but Mm -hmm. dude, I'm pumped. Let's go.
0: Yeah, should be great. Fantastic show for you today. We're going to talk about that calendar and all the dates that you should be looking forward to. We're going to let you know as well what games we're looking for uh, forward to as well, and how excited we should be for the season, man! I'm pumped, man. How, all these new signings, all these new stuff that's going on with the league, I'm, I'm ready for it. um And then, of course, we got to talk some U.S. men's national team drama. Oh my god, we we
1: thought the plot was pretty <laughs> thick last week, and it yeah. has thickened man, in the last those week those before, man.
0: Dude. Those script writers are busy, man, coming up with all these stories. I don't even that's... know.
1: I don't think they could have planned this stuff. This is a <laughs> heck of a drama.
0: Uh, It sounds insane, but we're definitely going to touch on that. And of course, there was an announcement earlier this week uh, regarding Gareth Bale. So we're going to touch on that before we wrap up today. Uh, Before we get started, though, I do want to shout out Michael. I ran into him at a bar (laughs) last week and he was nice enough to get me a beer. So shout out to Mike. Ah, uh, Michael here. uh great, great guy over there, and I, I saw him get down. Man, he has some moves for sure. So uh, shout yeah, out to man, him,
1: man. You guys sticking together, I guess. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> That's true. We got we got to stick together for sure. Um, we're gonna talk about Man U too, but by the way, because uh, I've been really happy this week with their performances. But all right, Max, let's get going. Let's talk about what's going on with this calendar drop, the twenty twenty three season is opening up fairly soon. Uh, we got, you know, we, we first got like the openers and then the first uh, the first home game for Ryzen, so we got that information a little bit earlier on. But this is going to be an insane season, man. It's it's going to be a new look for sure. Uh, some teams, you know, the uh, reserve teams for MLS are now going to MLS Next Pro, so it's going to be a little bit of a smaller league, 24 uh, teams this time around instead of the 27 that we had last year. Do you think that's really going to affect how things are going with the usl championship uh, i don't i think in the grand scheme of things no um i mean it,
1: i i feel for the teams who are no longer in the you know the top level but mm-hmm. from like rising standpoint i don't think it's going to be too much different that those extra three teams aren't going to be in it i do like the like i like how the schedule is laid out from like a league perspective how you know on the west side you get the home and away you get the mix in with the interconference opponents mm-hmm. i I'm really a fan of it, and I know we're going to go through the schedule, but there's a couple stretches this season that are super interesting. Yeah. Um, but I think my overall thoughts are I like how they seem pretty fair of when Ryzen was on the road. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They kind of try to keep them on the coast or wherever they're at yeah. for at least a decent stretch. It's not like, boom, you're away on the West Coast. You're then going away on the East Coast. Like There's a nice bit of play, and I think we're looking at the schedule right now there is not there. They only have at most two games in a row where it's either like home mm-hmm. or away. There's not like a three game home stretch or yeah. a three away stretch. And to me, that's actually like kind of one of the differences that we haven't really seen in recent seasons before.
0: Yeah, I think the schedulers may, did a really great job. And to your point, because if the if rising is on a road trip, I'm not sure how it lined up for other teams, but at least with rising. If you're in North California and you're playing Sacramento, you know they schedule a game mm-hmm. three days later with uh, Monterey Bay, so it's not that huge of a distance. You can kind of hang around the Northern California area, and, and it's not more expenses mm-hmm. for the team. And I, and I really appreciate that that the the schedulers over there at USL did that. But we're gonna go over that in a little bit. But uh, yeah, some some other news here as far as, so the the league 24 teams it's gonna be split up into a balanced 12 and 12th Eastern and Western Conference. uh, They're going to be playing 34 games, and it will be starting on March 11th, and the Mm -hmm. season will run all the way until October 14th, or the regular season. Uh, And then after that, that's when the playoffs begin. So uh, some new changes there. Um, There's also going to be a single elimination format, and it's returning to a fixed bracket format. Um, And the championship finals should be somewhere between November 9th and uh, 13th. 13th i can't Mm -hmm. talk today (laughs) um but uh but yeah so start making plans and that's why we're here to congregate to kind of you know lay it out because we're gonna be busy man like last year when this it was my first year covering the team and when the season got rolling man there's like news we got game we got a midweek game Injury news like it's non stop, and it's just you know, from March, I mean, even now we're already talking about it until November, and then you get a little bit of a break, yeah, well, and then you're right back at it.
1: Yeah, well, plus like preseason, like February, there's exactly. gonna be like still more signings. Like, it's crazy that this is quote unquote the slow time yeah. of the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's already so much to talk about. It's exciting
0: for sure, for sure. All right, well, let's get to the schedule. Uh, check out the first game, and we already knew about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's going to be against the Charleston Battery. So, if I You know, if I looked at the stats correctly, this is the first time since 2014 that Phoenix Rising will be facing against Charles, uh, facing off against Charleston Battery away from home on March 11th. Do you like that starting kind of not at home, but against an Eastern Conference opponent getting to travel in that first game?
1: I do. I I don't know why. Like, it's (laughs) I I know because there's only so many games you play away. Some of you play at home. Mm -hmm. I kind of like the idea, especially going into a new stadium that. You kind of have to work up to it. Yeah. And normally I would say no, especially new stadium, honor that the right way with the first game being at home. Mm-hmm. I think it buys the team a bit of time, especially if we don't know how if everything's going to be ready to go spick mm-hmm. and span. And even if it is, gives you just a little bit more cushion to get things operationally dialed in. So yeah. I like it, especially going across the country like that's a true test.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's not going to be like a Monterey Bay situation mm-hmm. like last year. They had to wait a very long time oh, to, gosh, to yeah. get into the stadium. <laughs> um, But, you know, we it's still going to take a little bit of time. But after that, you get San Diego back to back. How do you we'll, – well, I like that actually. Facing off San Diego early in the season, they're going to be a tough team regardless when you face them in, in the season. So I, getting them out of the way, I think it benefits uh, rising in a way.
1: Yeah, I – um, we're we'll I know we're going to get into a little bit more about what some of our matchups to watch, but like that's a teaser. That's a big one for me, mm-hmm. is you're able to go head-to-head against an opponent who you know them very well. They're going through changes on their end, but like they finished uh, second in the West last year. And, yeah. and already seeing that, you get to face them twice in back-to-back weeks in the away and then your home opener. I love that. Um, I feel seeing how this schedule is laid out, a lot of the other head-to-head matchups are very spaced out Mm -hmm. so the fact that you get them twice that early on like man again very tough three game stretch just especially for a team that's had a lot of transition
0: yeah for sure and speaking of that home opener uh that should happen fairly soon like you said it's not going to be a monterey bay situation Mm -hmm. and you know i i I work next to the stadium site so i've been seeing all the trucks coming in hauling all the dirt all the equipment that they need to put up that stadium so Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, that everything's done by April by their home opener. Everybody can enjoy it, man. I think everyone's really looking forward to it. I know even Valley Metro was pumping it on their Twitter because they want people to use the public transportation. I know a lot of people are excited about that. Another method of transportation to enjoy these games and not having to use your car. You know, we want to save the environment, too. You know, I think everybody's on board with that. So if we can use public transportation, uh, that works out for us as well. All right, let's take a look here. One thing I did want to mention, so Looking back at last season, I know it's a completely different team, new coach as well, but Rising, I felt like, got off to a really good start. Mm-hmm. March, April, May was when things kind of fell apart for this team, you know, in that LA Galaxy 2 uh, trip uh, or game that they went, um, and they lost pretty badly. And I remember because that was my first away coverage game, and they lost so badly. Uh, and so I remember vividly that, that I was there. But how important is this, like, you know, month and that first month, month and a half to get this team going.
1: 100%. Well, actually, I think we have a graphic of that. If Producer Lee can please hold that Let's up. Put it up. It's pretty <laughs> crazy how. Yeah, that's that's the one we got you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how you see on there, right? The the bolder ones are the away matches, the home ones are a bit lighter shaded. I mean, out of those first seven games and three of the first four That's all away games, and that's going to test you immediately. And these are you know, some of these away games you're traveling across the country. Um, Even the home games like where you're playing San Diego, you're going to know them pretty thoroughly since Mm -hmm. it's in back-to-back games. I think it's going to be a tough stretch just based off you're traveling far, you're acclimating to the new stadium. But here's the thing, and I'm seeing Thomas here in the chat saying, so two dubs before we even go home, I'm down. If you're able to turn it, This can be a a narrative where you flip very quickly, but I'm looking at this right here. It's a tough stretch just based on the amount of travel you're logging.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You have San Diego, you have uh, Charleston Battery, who have the the reigning coach of the year in Ben Turman, leading them now, Birmingham Legion. Monterey Bay, who finished the, the season really strongly last year. And then you have the the defending champions, man. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs>
1: well, and here's here's the interesting thing. It's like we're playing all these opponents are on opposite ends of the spectrum and how they finished in the table last year. Like, again, last year's play doesn't dictate this year's play. Mm-hmm. But going in order out of those seven matches, here's where every team fa- play, uh, placed in their conference last year. Charleston Battery, 12th in the East. Loyal, 2nd in the West. You got them back-to-back games. Birmingham Legion fourth in the East, Monterey Bay twelfth in the West, San Antonio first won the whole dang thing. Loudoun United eleventh in the East, and then Tampa Bay and then or Tampa Bay, excuse me, is in May. But all those opponents, they're either at the very top or the very bottom. So yeah. I don't know, man. Like that really could go either way. Yeah, we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. And, and yeah. honestly, we really never know how things are going to start off with teams. Some sometimes you you know uh, start off the season very strongly, but then you know kind of. Uh, lose it at the end, so mm-hmm. we're gonna find out. We're gonna see what kind of team Juan Guerra has mm-hmm. on his, uh, at his disposal with these fir- these first few games. So we're definitely gonna gonna mm-hmm. take a look. You mentioned Tampa. That's gonna be in May, May sixth. That's that's always one that I like to kind of keep an eye on. Ta- Tampa yes. Bay, one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. They've shown it for years. This one is gonna be away. That one's gonna be a tough one as mm-hmm. well. So definitely keep an eye on that. Hartford, uh, Hartford Athletic will be coming into town on May thirteenth. And then you get Orange County and Las Vegas Lights um, at home. So uh, an interesting stretch there in May. And then when you move over to June, you got Pittsburgh Riverhounds, Oakland Roots, Louisville City, uh, New Mexico United, Oakland Roots. It's just that's that's when kind of like the schedule kind of compresses a little bit, especially towards the end of June. When you have those, you know, three games in a week schedule that those are absolutely killer. And you see that further on in the schedule as well.
1: Well, and it's tough because, right, every team is facing this. Hey, we have games on a Wednesday. We have games, you know, midweek. And that's something that everyone's going to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And, again, I, I keep on harping on last year's success or failure does not necessarily carry over to the next season. I mean, look at Rising going into last year. They literally were, again, projected to be very, you know, do very well. And look how they finished. But kind of just food for thought, these games in May or June – if you're looking at the current playoff format where you have all you know the top eight teams from East Conference going in, out of these 10, out of these uh nine games, only three of them, if you look at last year's finish, wouldn't have made um this year's playoffs. So it's another very tough stretch. And again, a lot of away games mm-hmm. clustered in there. Um I, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where Traditionally rising, you know, they've gone off to a good start, and like you're saying, it's that May, that June, that kind of middle time frame that
0: those dog days of summer, man. Yeah, that's when I get to um, <laughs>
1: Here's the thing: I'm, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the Arizona Heat, even at you know during the nighttime, helps out a little bit. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I really am curious how the stadium atmosphere is going to go into play because I really yeah. think like that new energy, new vibe, if you will, mm-hmm. of that like experience. It's crazy, and I know we talk about the talent on the field. That can be a lot to these players and to these fans.
0: Yeah, and we saw it in in some games last year where the stands were empty, half empty. You know, you got the Bandilos that were always there uh, supporting, but, you know, the the players do, you know, keep an eye on this sort of stuff. So if they can pack that stadium even during those hot summer months, Mm -hmm. I think it's really going to push this team forward. So hopefully we get that. And uh, this team gets um, all the the support they they need. Uh, Michael says we always start low uh, slow, and we probably will this time too with the brand new team. Do you agree with that?
1: I think it's gonna with with uh, so many different moving parts, and again, still more to be made. I think that this is something where you don't want to come out completely flat and you know you you look in the month of march and it's like oh gosh we're already behind the eight ball mm-hmm. but i think it's going to take a while for this team to fully hit their stride and gel and that's what kind of what we expected yep. um it's kind of unrealistic for i think a coach going into his first full season to really have everything humming as quickly as we'd like this is a different conversation if we're now in let's say may june and we're still kind of okay what are we doing here but um Give them time, especially a lot of those away games. Mm-hmm. Hopefully those home games picks it back up.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh Let's keep the ball rolling here with uh July. That That's when you really kind of start finding out what's going on with this team. Playoff positioning, that's when you kind of start looking mm-hmm. at where you're at. So some interesting games here. Memphis 901 at home on July 1st. Then Miami, the Miami FC, I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they're, they're a stickler for that one. Uh, then you get a little bit of a break. I believe July 15th, that's when they have uh, an off week or a bye week, I mean. And then Colorado Springs switchbacks at home, July 22nd, Sacramento Republic, Monterey Bay. And that's the kind of another stretch where you play on the 22nd, 26th, and 29th. So there are little clusters there where you're playing three games in a week. And I think that's when the, the depth of this team is really going to start showing because you have to rotate. You can't be playing these guys 270 minutes yeah. uh, in one week because these guys are going to wear out. So
1: No, for sure. And, I mean, I'm, I'm looking in here, right, you see there's a, a stretch of back-to-back home games. But, again, it's it's all – it's a lot of, hey, we're going to do two away games back to back. Notable here that other than Memphis, a lot of these you're not really going to t- states that are too far away from, you know, bordering Arizona, right? So mm-hmm. you got Colorado in there, you got um, two games against SAC, El Paso, San Antonio. Like it's this, it's going to be tough competition, but at least on the travel end of things, especially when you have a couple Wednesday games in here, mm-hmm. hopefully it's not too draining on the players at this point in the season. But again, I mean, you already at this point, you're more than half of your games are played.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, And let's finish off here with August, uh, August 5th against San Antonio. That one's going to be at home. El Paso at home after that. Rio uh, RGV away from home and then Las Vegas. And then to round out August, Sacramento Republic. So I think this stretch is when you want to see the team rolling making sure that they're at least in playoff contention you don't want to be falling behind like they did last year because when it's that uphill battle man it's just tough man you keep looking at other scores you start worrying about what you're doing if you fall behind during the game you start putting all these scenarios in your head i imagine and it's just not a good place that you want to be you kind of want to be humming along by that time, for
1: sure and i also just realized that i read the last graphic wrong where i put the the home the away matches were home but even regardless, I mean, the <laughs> farthest one we're traveling. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, I was so squinting on that one. That's that's on me for not reading the key. To
0: be fair, like you would think that dark would be home. That, okay, and gray that, would that, be that was my complaint. Thank you. I had scary. the yes. same thought. Yes. yes. Like, why would they do that? Graphic why would,
1: designers, you know, why why would they do that to us? No, but even even looking at that, the farthest one is Miami, and again, everything there. It's Sacramento Republic. It's Monterey Bay. It's Rio Grande. It's Las Vegas. Like it's my point still actually ended up holding up where you're only having one, one trip where it's not bordering the state. So, um, or I guess Texas doesn't border Uh, that I'm not a geography guy. That's close close. close, close enough. (laughs) You know, one hop away, but no, it's, it's going to be really interesting. That stretch where, how are guys performing that late in the season? And I know we're going to get into this next one, but like you finish with a good stretch of home games.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let's take a look at September over here. Um, RGV, FC Tulsa, it is confusing. You're right. Yeah, Black right, should have right. been in. in uh, <laughs> I, I think I saw their social media and red was the home game. So that made it a little bit easier. So maybe, I don't know. This anyway. is straight from their website. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Right. We'll yes, I feel like know. it's one of like when the professors used to get like one pa- piece of paper and just like scan it and make prints and it would oh just like gosh. fade out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Am I old? Am I no, okay. no, no, dating I myself? I got, you, got know? you. I got you. Okay. okay. I appreciate no, it.
1: Oh, no, <laughs> I, I pre- wait. where... are uh, are, are you? You're old. I think you're older than me. I I'm a little know? bit older. Yeah, than you. T- yeah. I, it still holds up. Yeah. Is, she remembers. <laughs> I remember because I'm in the middle. So, okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Cool. Cool.
0: Cool. we were still chalkboards <laughs> when I was going to school. <laughs> um I'm not that old, guys. Anyway, uh <laughs> FC Tulsa, Detroit. That was gonna be fun. I didn't yeah. put it on my on my ones to watch, but I know the Phoenix Rising Detroit ri- rivalry was uh, is always a good time. Mm-hmm. uh Indy Eleven. So I didn't put this on my list to watch, but. Could Solomon Asante play in Phoenix again? Ooh, that'd be a draw in and of itself. I didn't even think about it until I was looking at it. But I wonder how the reception would be. I'm sure it's going to be warm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't get it. Where it wouldn't be, even if even if he left directly after rising to another USL team, unless it was in poor fashion, like you got to appreciate what the guy's done. But especially since there was that gap where he didn't play for a rival right afterwards. I mean, all all this guy has done. That would be a real treat, especially if I'm bringing that correctly, that would be what the third to last home game that'd mm-hmm. be that'd be interesting
0: yeah yeah, yeah nonchalant two-time mvp especially, if, home
1: especially at that point i mean both teams could be fighting for a play yeah. for a playoff position oh my
0: yeah exactly mm. and that's actually a good segue to the last games of the season so after nd 11 uh you face off against el paso away from home orange county um at home um and then new mexico united and then to uh, round out the season colorado spring switchback so those last four games If you're in that playoff battle and you've not already secured your your spot, these are going to be insanely critical for them to be able to make the playoffs. I'm still in that mindset that they're not a number one or two or three seed right now. They're kind of in the middle of the pack to the lower Mm -hmm. uh, rung of the playoff teams. But this is when you're going to kind of determine your destiny as far as, especially if it's a fixed bracket, there's no you know uh, reseeding after uh, the, the first round. This is when this is when you kind of have to make sure that you're you're ready to go. Cause otherwise it's going to be pretty tough.
1: Definitely. And a lot of those last opponents, you know, again, if you're looking at last year, they're high finishes Mm -hmm. uh, teams that rising is very familiar with seeing Mike's comment. The last month of season is going to be rough. Yeah. It's, I think it's one of those things I'd rather play the enemy that I know versus Mm -hmm. the one I don't know. And Outside of Indy 11 in Detroit, you got a lot of familiarity with a lot of these uh, mm-hmm. clubs. So a lot of them are at home. Very curious. A lot of them, I think, like, I'd rather st- uh, finish strong at home, especially with playoffs on the line. Yeah. So I think that does cater well for the team.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's it. That's the entire calendar. Hopefully we add a few more games to that after the Absolutely. Colorado Spring switchbacks. So that way they, uh, you know, they bring home the championship. Yeah. And we want to see some hardware over here. So that one's going to be fun. Before we move on to the games... That you know we we are more excited, most excited about Max. Yeah. I do want to mention. I know Michael kind of touched on it on the in the chat, but there was a little bit of a leak with some of the schedules. Um, there are some teams that are be they're going to be uh, stopping in the Valley of the Sun. We have Portland Timbers, uh, Sporting Kansas City, Real Salt Lake, and Louisville City will be in Phoenix. So assuming from the the leak that I saw from the Sporting Kansas City um, schedule release, there are going to be some preseason games. Hopefully. Uh, one that was confirmed was Sporting Kansas City. At least that's what it showed on the, sure. on the schedule. But Portland Timbers, uh, Real Salt Lake and Louisville City. So are you excited to kind of if they're able to face at least one or two of those teams? Behind right. Sporting Kansas City, hey man!
1: <laughs> soccer, soccer, footballs, football, is football. F- football is live. Is <laughs> live. As my That's guy, right. Danny Rojas, <laughs> Danny Rojas. Yes, I, I love it. I'd get give me all of it. Like we literally are on the nonstop void trying to fill it, even though there's always something going on. So like, I it can't come soon enough. I'll yeah. take it all. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And uh, just to let you let you guys know, February 18th is that uh, when that uh, game against Sporting Kansas City is supposed to take place. Again, this is just. You know, what was out there on Twitter, um, no, nothing official coming from rising, but that was what uh, Sporting Kansas City put out. Um, so we'll see. And Louisville City, man, th- those are always fun games. They, oh, they yeah. played in the preseason last mm-hmm. year. The atmosphere was insane. I think Claudio Rapeto had a, a, a goal disallowed in the few in the last few minutes. Yeah. And the atmosphere, you thought it was a playoff game against these guys. So I, yeah. th- I'm always looking forward to playing
1: Whenever that. you're able to have iron sharpening iron with one of the best teams out there, Give me it every
0: time. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, BJ, uh, do we have a U.S. Open Cup schedule yet? Nothing that I've heard. Um, maybe Owen has a little bit more information, but he should be back next
1: week. I think week. he's back next week. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So he'll be back. He'll, uh-huh. he'll fill us in with the U.S. Open Cup. Um, and then will those be in Phoenix or Tucson? Those were all listed in Phoenix. So uh, the MLS teams will be here in Phoenix for a week or two, and then they're going to head off to Coachella. Not for Coachella, but for their uh, oh, their preseason schedule. I, I want to go to Coachella this year. They got Bad Bunny headlines. <laughs> Frank Ocean, yeah. too. She'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Anyway, all right, Max. Let's talk about our uh, the games we're most looking forward to. Do you want to start off? Sure. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I alluded to it earlier. So the first one I have is it is those two matchups at San Diego Loyal. It's such a rarity in this new schedule or really any schedule where like you play the same team back to back. And not only do you get an opponent that you know very well, that has a bit of that feistiness, a bit of that grudge match, so to speak, but you get them for your home opener and to do this in the second and third game of the season. I think that's freaking awesome. Um, like I, I've enjoyed the showdowns with loyal and like this one, especially if we're able to secure two dubs, um, I think that's just a really great opportunity, especially to open. uh, Like, you had to open the stadium against someone who, like, you you know very well and there is that bit of, like, intensity. And I love that we're opening against Loyola. Like, give me that all day. And then the other matchups that I have, it's the pair against um, Oakland, right? I mean, I think for a number of reasons, right? Big one for me being... I want to see how Juan Guerra's former team looks without him there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that doesn't that may mean something. That may mean nothing. But I'm curious to see where they're at in the standings under New Regime without him and where we're at. But I think the big thing, too, is kind of similar to Loyal. I mean, what if I'm doing the math right? Loyal, that's separated by about two weeks. So is the Roots. There's a game or two in between. But... You get to see that familiarity mm-hmm. very, very close to back-to-back, and that's going to be a very pivotal matchup to watch. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very psyched for so many other matches, but yeah. those were the pair that stuck out to me. Yeah,
0: for sure. I know with San Diego, they don't have Landon Donovan anymore, so you can't really stick it to him you know, <laughs> if you beat him, but yeah. uh, it's still always good to beat San Diego. Absolutely. It's, a, it's a rival for sure. Um, cool. Let's move on to the next one uh, on my end. Uh, so I had, uh, let's start with the New Mexico one. Then the reason New Mexico's mm-hmm. there is because it should be the return of Santi Moore. All right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of exciting to kind of see the storyline build up because, you know, Santi Moore came to rising from New Mexico. Yeah. And now he went back to New Mexico, uh, you know, and, and something that kind of not, didn't irk me. I don't think that's the right word, but kind of, you know, I kind of, gaster a little bit was yeah. the fact that in the during his uh, the press release he said that he had the best moments of his career in New Mexico <laughs> so you know when you put that out there yeah. you know you might you know uh, stir some some flames over here but yeah that ones going to be a great game and of course the return of Greg Hurst as well so that should be an interesting match that's
1: the last home match too yeah. and that's that's crazy i mean think of the implications so for much that on the line uh-huh. yeah
0: yep uh october 7th will be that game uh the next one louisville city like i said earlier you know it's always a fun game plan against them they're honestly they're the best team in usl championship uh when it comes to being consistent and getting to the finals mm-hmm. and louisville city is the cream of the crop that's the that's the franchise model that other all, all the other franchises want to be like so You know, when they're in town, it's going to be a rivalry game, whether they're, you know, if even if they're not part of the Western Conference. So that one's going to be an exciting matchup for sure. Absolutely. And of course, June 24th, Oakland Roots away. I want to see how Juan Guerra is received over there in the Bay. Because for him to leave in the middle of the season like he did, if I'm an Oakland Roots fan, I'm not very happy to see him back. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, What. Gonna kind of set it better myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> exciting calendar here. Schedule of games twenty twenty three should be an exciting matchup. Again, we'll keep you updated with everything that's going on. We don't really have uh, definitive, um, uh, I guess, preseason games yet, but we'll keep you updated as soon as we know something. Uh, that way, we can see if they're open to the public. You know, so, sometimes they are open, and the fans can go and support the team. And we can take a look at the the brand new look team for for Phoenix. So should be fun. That was a lot. lot. That was a lot. lot. (laughs) All right, y'all. I I talked about Man U a little bit earlier in the show, but it's going to happen this weekend, man. Man U is going to beat Man City. That's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm waking up at five in the morning. You're brave, man. To watch that game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not like the last time uh, when I woke up at 5 in the morning and it was already three zero in the 20th minute. So this time's going to be different because so. Man U is on a roll. If you guys are looking to make some money, I implore you to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And right now, Man U is plus 330 uh, in that game against Man City. So if you take that, might make some money, man. Yeah, might make some money with DraftKings Sportsbook app. And I mean, I always make money with it, oh, but, <laughs> but if you guys haven't downloaded it, make sure to do so for this matchup and any other English Premier League yeah. matchups, NBA. I know the NFL's you know, ramp, uh, ramping up for their playoffs as well. So, it was a good time with the DraftKings Sportsbook app?
1: It's crazy, man. I mean, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of things going on also in the Premier League. I mean, shoot, we got Todd, we got Spurs arsenal in the north london derby. we already already know where you put your money on that plus spurs at home it's like you're practically you trying to give it to it. You. you come on you come on <laughs> oh you see that let, it, let, it, let them cook say Ooh. jen sancho jen sancho oh i don't know about that
0: hey all we need well, is rashford right like, now.
1: anthony had a nice goal today
0: he had a good yeah, one i like that i like yeah. this so hopefully you can bring that i don't know man City's always like crazy man they have so much depth like you know, if Mars is off, you got someone else coming in. You got Grillish coming on. It's just insane how much talent they have. In
1: so in so many um, scenarios where I've seen Man City play, they put they're putting minus money on Erling Holland to be a, a goal scorer. Oh, like I've seen, goodness. like. I've seen something crazy. That it was like minus one eighty on him to score a goal. You know how hard it is to score a goal? And this man makes it look easy. He's gonna obliterate the records. He's already on yeah. pace to have like forty or something. It's yeah, crazy. It's gonna
0: be insane. Nuts. Hopefully he doesn't score against uh, Man I mean, if he can't, I mean if he wants to, but you know, right. at least Man uh, Manu take the take there you the victory go. there. You there. Go. But um we'll talk about the other football as well uh it's wild card weekend with the nfl and all new and existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend it's super wild card now right Or something like that uh but just place any nfl bet of your choice and if it loses you'll get a free bet back up to ten dollars that's, that's free money free money that is, baby that's free money
1: i'm not an economist but that free <laughs> bet back up to ten dollars that is a Win win or a no lose no lose situation. It's what insane. are you doing? And that's for this is a free or excuse me, that's a new and existing. Yep. You darn right it did.
0: Yeah. Darn right it did. Right. So even if you have the app already, you haven't downloaded Come on. it. This is for you too, man. Yeah. Uh so yeah, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX. New customers can bet five dollars on the NFL and get 200 and free bets instantly. And that's only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh with code PHNX, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details
1: $200 that's a lot that's a good offer plus the no sweat bet
0: it's too much. We we're we're too good over here. You buy people shots and beers and all this stuff, and then we got uh, you often against my will here. and
1: using out of context. But yes, sure. No, I'm just saying like we're we're the, the shui still the shui. We're gonna bring that up later with yeah. with the, with a the tea party. But yes, the shui is still on board.
0: There you go, yes. guys. Take advantage of it. it should be fun. <laughs> uh, something else I take advantage of is game time. Nice. The game time app because look, man, I don't think I've seen an app like game time before because, look, I like to go out to games, but sometimes it's not in the budget, right? But with game time, I always take a quick look. I look at my girlfriend. I say, hey, Suns tonight? She's like, "Yup." boom, we're at the game, all thanks to game time.
1: Especially the way Suns are playing. You can get that for the cheap, cheap.
0: Yeah, the last two games I went to, they lost literally in the last minute, so not great. But what is great is game time because they hook you up, up to 60% off with those tickets, so uh, last-minute tickets. And – once the season starts, um, uh, you can use them with the Phoenix Rising as well. So take advantage of them. Right now we got uh, NBA. I know the Super Bowl's here. I've seen the Super Bowl tickets. Uh, you know, take a look at that as well. ASU basketball, ASU hockey, all the good stuff that's going on right now. Uh, coyotes as well, so always take a look at the game time. Shout right? out Yotes, yep, Yotes, absolutely, that's I, right.
1: I need to get. I've been saying I need to get myself to a game, and I I will. I, I will. I, I told I,
0: Leah yeah, I was gonna try to go, go to a Coyotes know. game, but every time I swipe, I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. This is so no, <laughs> this no, no, no. Every
1: <laughs> no, I will, and every time I do, and it, it's fair. She's like, I'm she. She hasn't said it, but I know. She's like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, and like, I I need to. I will. That is fake news. Sh- um. <laughs> she hasn't said it. I but I I get, oh, it. Owen I get it. Owen went.
0: Owen oh, went. No, no. I'm not. I'm not
1: trying to call. I'm calling myself that. Like, but you should go. Fun exactly. There. It is a fun experience, and game time is literally the cheapest yes. place. And I always tell our Discord, um, that's the cheapest place. Like, people are like, Oh, I can't find tickets for under hundred dollars. And I say, Let me show you game time, yes. Well, and plus, like, they do it's really crazy how, like, I have I was literally watching um ASU U of A, and the tickets were going down. Like, you wait like an hour before it's mm-hmm. something, then it goes down to 45 minutes before then 30, 20 after tip off. The price was legitimately cut in half. It's awesome if you want to literally
0: wait last minute. Big yeah, fan. insane yeah yeah great time so make sure to download uh, the game time app for sure all right let's talk about the u.s men's national team here i know you're very excited <laughs> to talk about this because <laughs> oh it looks like it's a netflix show with all the stuff that's going it's on it's
1: kind of crazy how we this saga started on tuesday last week then we yeah. had our show and then it was the next day and everything happened so it's honestly been a week since everything happened but i was just for, uh, right after our last show, so wow! Like if if you don't know what's going on, that's crazy because there's insane. so much. Do
0: You want to give the recap, from what we understand oh, as a whole, or are you? Able to um,
1: <laughs> I will try to. Sum- okay, I will try to summarize as best I can. It all like started 60- in Qatar, you know? 2022. <laughs> no, it started. It started long before <laughs> when Greg Berhalter and Claudio Reyna were roommates. Oh, back. No, goodness. but um, okay. A- essentially, Greg Berhalter and his then girlfriend, now wife, um were dating involved they were then involved in a um dom- domestic dispute where Greg Burhalter kicked his then- girlfriend they um outside of a bar they broke up and then they reconciled after seven months they have now li- like been married and have four kids for like 25 30 plus years like so it's something that's very serious but it's something that you know they work through and they are like better people for it. Um, essentially during the world cup, Gio Reyna, son of Claudio Reyna, um, was not getting much playing time. Essentially it was like due to poor effort, poor attitude and training, everything like that. And he was told by Greg Burhalter you're not gonna get much playing time. He apologized to the team publicly. You thought that was that he got a little bit of shine during, um, against Wales and then against, uh, I think he came on for a bit against England maybe, yeah. but he definitely played the last half second half in the Netherlands. So got a little bit more as the tournament went on. Not really a massive factor, but we're thinking like, okay, it happens. Greg Berhalter then comes out saying an anonymous player was benched during the tournament for poor play. He did not say a name, but turns out a leak confirmed. It was Gio Reyna. Then afterwards, um, Gio Reyna's mom um, essentially was texting, oh goodness, um, one of the members of U.S. Soccer, mm-hmm. who it's like, hey... Ernie Stewart, yeah. Ernie Stewart, who mm-hmm. they, the Reinas, have a personal relationship with Ernie Stewart, as does, as does Greg Berhalter. And essentially it's like, why would Greg say this about Gio when he didn't handle his situation, which was far worse, 25 years ago? And Ernie Stewart is like, what's that now? And as essentially, I'm paraphrasing as best I can, but... Then um, Tirena's mom starts talking about, well, this is what happened, da-da-da. And then it's like, what's going on? You then get a random tweet from Greg Berhalter who creates a Twitter account being like, okay, someone's trying to blackmail me, gets ahead of it, here's what happens, bam. And then the report gets released the next day by mm-hmm. saying U.S. Soccer is investigating this. It confirms that the Rainas, um talked to Ernie Stewart. And this entire thing unraveled in a span of like, 24 hours just out of absolutely nowhere like you see the tweet yeah. you see the leak you see everything Happening and you're just thinking how does this happen when not only these aren't just two random guys I'm pretty sure Claudio Reyna was Greg Berhalter's best man. They knew each other since like 19 years old their wives mm-hmm. who were both um, Teammates at North Carolina, mm-hmm. I believe were teammates and best friends like how does this happen and these? relationships and friendships are completely fractured. Who knows what happens with Greg Berhalter's future, with Gio Reyna's future. I I think if you want to try to play, um, I don't know, fortune teller, if you're just purely looking at on-field stuff, Gio Reyna, I mean, Hilly back in the team, Greg Berhalter maybe not so much, again, for on-field stuff, but it's just so much drama Mm -hmm. when it's like came out of absolutely nowhere and I I think it just muddied such a, I don't know, such a promising World Cup even though – the team got bounced. You got outplayed by Netherlands. Like you think, oh, sky's the limit. There's a lot of good things to look forward to. And now it's just like, what's going on?
0: Yeah, it's unnecessary drama. I, I, and you know, to kind of bring it back a little bit. Yeah, when and to Bj's point. Yeah, Gio was told before yeah. the World Cup by Greg Berhalter, look, you're not going to play a lot of minutes. Yeah. You know, as a player, there's two things you can do about it. You can accept the role and continue to work hard, or you can go and complain, which yeah. is what he did. Now, if I'm in Gio's shoes. I, I go to my parents and say, "Look, I'm not going to get a lot of playing time. I pout and whatever. But as a professional, you got to go out there and perform, and you got to be the professional and practice.
1: What? Well, no, for sure. And it's 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 a situation of like a mother bear protecting her cub. It's like, oh, yeah. you're not, oh, you're not playing my son. Oh, you're going to come out, and even though you're not going to say his name, yeah. you're going to throw him under the bus. Like, I'll show you. And it's not the right response. It completely ended like so horribly and sadly. I think it's just." I just don't know how you reconcile a situation, or even trying to put the pieces together, because, like, to Mike's point, yeah, she tried to make him look like crap, and it went horribly. Yeah. The Raiders look horrible out of this, and yeah, it does hurt Geo. And I'm curious, where do you do if you're in Geo's shoes? Because you know you're you're seeing your parents act like this, and it's like, I mean, I like I know you're trying to defend me, but like, what the heck? Yeah, like there's no way he had to no ask one's for gonna this. come out yeah. looking good about uh.
0: this. Yeah. You. Um, if you guys have not read the this article on The Ringer regarding the scandal, it's by Leander, I'm going to butcher his last name, I'm sorry, uh, Sherlockens. Uh, he talks about how this is a symptom of how the U.S. men's national team is handled. And, and he goes to argue that a lot of the people in charge of the, the U.S. men's national team. They all come basically from the same tree, yeah. whether it's Bruce Arena, whether it's like Claudia Reyna and Greg Berhalter being part of the same uh, team growing up. Um, and and he goes to argue that one of the reasons you get situations like this is that because U.S. Uh, the U.S. national team does not allow other people to be part of a system in its organization. And you can see that from. Ernie Stewart being the technical director, uh, Brian McBride, who was a long-time uh, U.S. women's mm-hmm. national team player, now being part—I uh, believe—a general manager. General so you have C-
1: C- Cindy Parlacone, mm-hmm. uh, U.S. women's national team player, now
0: president. Yep, exactly. So when you have all these people that have been in the system for years and generations, it goes from family to family, from mentors to mentees, and and the this kind of stuff happens, you know, because it, it turns into drama. It's like you're fighting with a friend, basically. And yeah. when it comes to All the stuff and all these allegations that they have, this is stuff that was told in confidence, I'm I'm assuming, and was not supposed to be, you know, let out into the public like this. Because, first of all, I don't think any of this stuff should have came out, first of all. But now uh, Gio Reyna's mom comes out and doubles down on the allegation of domestic abuse, saying that it was worse than how Greg Berhalter uh, portrayed it in his statement. And why are you doing this? This is something she told to The Athletic in in a follow-up interview what you what do you gain from this? Are you gaining Gio Reyna more minutes? Are you gaining position? And take in mind, Claudio Reyna does also work for an MLS franchise, yep. Austin. How does he look now? You know, you know, using the power of nepotism and all this stuff to pull strings behind the scenes. It's just, it's not a good look, man. At all. No one looks looks great coming out of this.
1: No, I mean, and you got to, I mean, for the, for the Halters reliving such a like uh, something they never want to relive. Like that's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't like that's that's absolutely the worst part of this. Um, I mean, I think that it's very interesting how before 2018, U.S. soccer was very much had people in place who maybe they were like the business businessmen, businesswoman mm-hmm. who were like high executives ranking in these different organizations who they come from. You know, some of them were maybe from the soccer side, but a lot of them were like corporate America, you know how to run organizations. And that's that mm-hmm. after the failure of 2018, they're like, we got to get closer to the product. We want to bring in our own. We want to have players who have been there, done that, who can relate mm-hmm. to the system, go grassroots level and everything we're doing. And that's awesome. But I think they went from one direction, very opposite now to the other side of things where like very, very different. And there wasn't really that middle ground. And it's kind of that overcorrection, for better or worse where yeah. we're now seeing the bad side of it, and this is what we're left with. So I don't know where you go from here. I
0: don't like Do you I don't bring, know, do I you don't, bring Burhalter back? Oh. If he's the best candidate just due to what happened, do you bring him back? I mean, I don't I, I don't think you
1: bring him back for like on field reasons. Okay. Like that that's a thing. Like this aside. And I think I that's I think, fair. I, think, and that's I, think that, fair. I think this
0: completely buries him, but yeah.
1: I, I I don't think you bring him back for on field. My now question goes, do you Do you like not clean house maybe completely, but do you now start looking how, how does this, you know, like, do we start removing some members who I'm not like, I'm not saying people perpetrate or anything like that, but like, did this get too close to home because of their relationships happen? So it's investigations ongoing. There's still a lot we need to find out, but Mm -hmm. Um, it kind of makes you think, do we need to overcorrect again, especially knowing there's a chance we could hire a coach or the next manager for us men's national team yeah. who might be not American, who might be outside mm-hmm. the current, um, like organization. So like, yeah. that's a whole nother thing.
0: Uh, one other stat here or stat, or I don't want to say stat, but note here from the article is that, uh, he goes to note that with the notable exception of Jurgen Klinsmann, all the us men's national team. Uh, head coaches have come from the New Jersey or New York area and have come or are former assistants of Bruce arena.
1: Yeah. That's that wild. just tells you
0: everything. That's, that's why. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's crazy too, because I mean, a lot of people I understand were not fans of Jurgen Klinsman, like maybe based on his tactics or lack thereof. And like, When you really think about it, he got them to a round of 16, which is what Bruce Arena did, what Bob Bradley did, stuff like that. Well, Bruce Arena went a little farther, but Bob Bradley, his predecessor, uh, Jurgen Klinsmann's predecessor, went to the round of 16 as well. Jurgen Klinsmann, he was an outsider and he brought in, like, he said, play the youth. We're going to look international. We're going to bring in dual nationals. And Mm -hmm. that, he was, you know, the first guy who was really like a true outsider, outsider since like 1994. the first world cup and he shook things up and we're now still seeing those positive ramifications because of his work Mm -hmm. so i think you go outside for a hire like this but again even just manager search aside i feel you have to zoom out a bit when you're talking about the processes that happen within u.s soccer on both sides by the way the women's national team as well i know we haven't seen anything recently come out but Mm. it's just like there's a lot of power that's centered within that organization. That's a little too close to home.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So again, this is an ongoing thing. We'll keep you updated. If anything uh, else comes about, there is an investigation ongoing into what's going on. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated. Yeah,
1: I will also say real quick, Harry does bring up a, a point. This is mm-hmm. part of the story with Sebastian Burhalter being cut from, or either cut or whatever the right move is there from Austin go. FC, where Claudio Reina is a part of that staff. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I I don't that tells you more. Like like, that's just another layer to. I'm not arguing Harry's point. That's just another layer to it. But it's still just like, bro, if that's even part of it, that's just so it's it's petty. It's like it's just this weird back and forth. So it's gross.
0: Not good. Uh. Not a good look for sure. Yeah. Um. You know, I know we're we're running out of time here, but I do want to touch on Brandon Vasquez. He's one of the players that missed out on going to the World Cup. One of the best forwards last year in MLS with uh, FC Cincinnati. Uh, I tweeted about it today that he was asked today and, uh, it's the preseason. He was asked if Mexico had approached them to play for their national team. Uh, and that's because Brandon Vasquez is able to play for the U S and Mexico. And he said that Mexico has not reached out at all. And you know, I, I, from when we were speaking before the show, uh, Max, you seem like you're a fan of, of Brandon Vasquez.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure he's like a starting number nine or something like that. And mm-hmm. I get he's a bit on the older side. Was he 26, 27? I think 20. 24,
0: actually, yeah. Oh, my. Okay. So a little bit hey, younger, wrong, yeah. wrong,
1: wrong as heck. No, but I think they went so far in the youth movement that when you have a guy who really hit his stride a bit career – in his career a bit late i'm just surprised that he hasn't gotten a look really from the u.s or from mexico for a friendly and for a friendly even anything to try to partially cap time i i just don't really get the logic and now that you know you're you're assuming you're hoping that from a u.s perspective he goes gets called in the january camp but from you know both teams you don't really have a, a number nine who you can out and out rely on um i mean mexico i get they all run with their veterans but like got to get younger in some aspect it doesn't make sense to either of us i think especially from mexico's standpoint because when the u.s i feel they made it very clear he was never really part of it i just i'm just surprised mexico hasn't made a
0: move because they
1: they haven't they really could use someone
0: yeah exactly and you know they they don't have a lot of uh (laughs) Uh, a big crop of guys that they can call up, you know, as far as a forward position is concerned. You have Chicharito being 35, 36 years old. You can't rely on him anymore. There's nobody else, yeah. at least at, at that level right now. So why not call him up? Why not see if it works out, you he, know?
1: He may not fit the system, but, like, he is a he's a guy who scores a lot of goals in... You know, like like he had a stretch. Yeah, maybe he dropped off a bit, but I I just don't get when he was hot. Yeah, why he nineteen didn't get, goals, eight assists. You're didn't too get, good. Why he didn't get a look? And there was a stretch where, like, I swear yeah. he was scoring like every game, every yeah. one out of every two games. Like, come on.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, either country calls him. He yeah. he deserves an opportunity for sure. Uh sounds good. Let's pivot here for a quick second and talk about our friends at OGs. They got that new flavor, man. Have you tried it yet? I have not. So um, yeah, they're CBD
1: THC was originally called The Ratio, but it's now a happy balance. Just some happy balance. Happy balance. Little strawberries (laughs) and cream action. It sounds amazing. Uh, I have not had my hands on it yet, but we actually should be having some Fun news with OGs coming up soon. I can't tell too much, Ooh. but um, keeping that close to the chest.
0: So but, I like doing the show with Mac because you always get these
1: like the scoops. Um but yes, no, very excited. We love them and we're very I'm very excited to try yep. that stuff. We literally have our all staff meeting today, and i you know, I like to give out monthly awards to you know, like people who do, you know, the good ad reads, the good producing and stuff like that. Nice. And I'm like, Oh shoot, I got some OGs here, bam, bam, bam. You know, you I'm, the can- I'm the candy man. It's not candy though, but uh because <laughs> you must be twenty one years <laughs> That's or right. older. Um and you can enjoy responsibly find it at ogsbrands.com find it near a dispensary near you
0: that's true fesas con crema i got to try it, man gonna, that's right i'm gonna yeah. get my hands on it for Sounds sure so nice when you say it. all right cool and then if you're into fantasy sports we got underdog fantasy <laughs> oh
1: yeah sorry if you're listening on audio i was i mean the sun devils guys do it all the time and i yeah
0: it's, i know we it, can't pull it, it off like that <laughs> um, I,
1: I listen i know we haven't talked about underdog on our podcast. It is so much fun. Um, especially if you're into like how players are doing. That's what it is. It is a like player-based fantasy app where you can take picks on. For example, I have some games pulled up tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna hit a couple with you. Let's do it. Real Madrid versus Valencia, um, Courtois, higher or lower than 2.5 saves. Oh, higher. Okay. Yeah. Kareem Benzema, 3.5 shots attempted.
0: I, I'm gonna go lower on that one.
1: Okay, you said higher or lower for Courtois? Uh, higher for that one. Okay, Vinicius Jr. 2.5 shots attempted.
0: Oh, higher, yeah.
1: At Rodrigo 2.5 shots attempted.
0: Mm, he hasn't been starting, so I'll go lower.
1: And Luka Modric one shot attempted.
0: Yeah uh can i go higher on that yes yeah let's do it
1: so that's the beauty and like this is just all madrid players you can that's, a, that's how easy it is yeah it's easy oh, you, shoot. You, you, you can <laughs> pick valencia players you can play pick players from other games super easy literally it's awesome you can pick uh it's a pick em slip um anywhere from two to five um different picks if you do two picks you can get three times your money 20 if you do five picks it's ten times your money but it's literally so mm. easy to do you just hit buttons um, and literally just submit. But the best part is, is if you download UnderdogFantasy.com, go to UnderdogFantasy.com, or you can download the app from the description. Sign up, use promo code PHNX, and it will match your first deposit up to $100, super easy, super fun. And honestly, it has changed the way that I like watch and place money on soccer because I just enjoy following players. And I'm like, oh, you were one shot away. Oh, you were one save away. Like it makes the game so much easier. Some of them, they have clearances you can put higher or lower on, passes. Like it just makes it so much easier. And also it makes you watch the players a bit more closely and you Mm -hmm. kind of get a bit more of like refinement for the the, the sport. I really appreciate
0: it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so if you haven't downloaded it, make sure to do so and uh make sure to put down that deposit man a hundred dollars They'll match it up to that
1: match it up to a hundred dollars
0: amazing deal so make sure to check it out on uh make sure to download it on your phone underdog fantasy all right uh oh. we got some surprising news uh surprise news yesterday gareth bale announcing his retirement from professional soccer slash football 33 years old did you think he was gonna retire yeah kind of, yeah
1: i i did um Gareth Bale, um, if if not more than any other player, he he he's that type of, type of guy who I'm not here for. I'm here for a good time, not a long <laughs> not time. A long time. That man was here for a good time. I mean, I think I don't know, when you look at his career, he he injuries kind of robbed him sometimes of that of that consistency. Yeah. But my word, if you're talking about who is a clutch player, a guy who every single team he's gone to has performed has won trophies has often been one of, if not the best players on the, on the pitch. Mm-hmm. He is a legend of this game. And I understand he'll know, ne- you know, people aren't going to compare him to the Messies or the Ronaldos, even the, um, I guess tiers like a Modric or a Neymar. Like I get that. I totally understand that's fair, but, I mean just for the entertainment value just for those notable plays I mean the the bicicleta in the Champions League final yes, against Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. that run against Barcelona in the Copa del Rey um even in his last club game where he scores the game winner for LAFC or uh, to equalize like yeah. it is nuts it is so so yeah, nuts testing, just how yeah. many moments he's been in where more than a lot of other players, it's like he's produced moments and you yeah. don't get players like that all the time.
0: Yeah. When you look at the scope of what he's done, you know, I know he, he's retiring at 33, but, you know, we just saw it in Qatar. He he helped Wales get back into a World Cup after, you know, over 50 years and he scores in the World Cup, you know, and it's it, there's only so much one man can do. I know, I know, I know, I, didn't say I get low. but this is this man is a symbol of how yeah. great. You know, uh, he, you know, I'm trying to rephrase it here, how big of a figure he was for soccer that, you know, he, he came up through Tottenham, you know, he went to Real Madrid. And he got his country into the World Cup after so many years. Scores there, US, you know, UCL winner, MLS you know cup champion. It's insane how many accolades this guy has. It's it's yeah. and only at thirty three he retired. It's 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 insane.
1: And not just that, he started out as a true left back and worked his way up to one of the best wingers in the world when he was on. Like he commanded that. Um, Outrageously large um transfer fee from Real Madrid and it was every bit deserved. It's
0: on his day, it was on his, I, on you his can day, put him on par with Ronaldo, I feel it, it, like on incredible. his incredible. Like,
1: yeah. Absolutely incredible. And I, I also find it incredibly ironic that we were talking about Gareth Bale's retirement and oh, it is not He's on the
0: show. Come on, man. <laughs> Should have put in like a video, like a two minute video from there or oh, something. Man. But but yeah, uh Gareth Bale, enjoy your golfing. I'm sure you're gonna be doing a lot of that. <laughs> but uh but yeah, he had a contract with the LAFC until June. Um, but obviously, that's now. Now I'm done. I expected him to at least play one more season.
1: And, I, and I think I I, I I might be butchering this, but I thought I saw uh, a quote on from LFC's GM being like, "Hey, we expect him at training camp," and you know, like kind of a bit of a surprise. And I mean, yeah, I, literally
0: I, Gareth Bale fashion. Hey man, I'm retiring.
1: <laughs> the guy goes out on top. Honestly. He did everything. Yeah,
0: exactly for sure. So happy retirement, Gareth Bale. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up for us, Max. But before we wrap it up. Oh, you're talking, got, about, you're talking about golfing we tee it Dale, up. yeah. That's right.
1: Oh, that's a nice little transition you got there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're talking, about, you're talking about what I'm wearing. Yeah.
0: You think it looks good or you think it looks bad? Dude, I'm always saying Bad Birdie looks oh. like fly, Ooh. man. I gotta ah. I gotta get one of those hats and those polos, man. I, one of these I could wear for so work, is, you know, look flying. Like know? like butter. Look at that. Yeah. At that. <laughs> oh man. You
1: no, know, Bad Birdie has got all the great stuff from head to actually I would say toe because they do have, I mean, they have the polos. They actually have sweatpants, which I guess you could like wear near your feet, so, like head to ankle. It doesn't have the right ring to it, but um, <laughs> they have all kinds of great stuff on their website. And 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 if you use the promo code PHNX underscore sports fifteen. You get 15% off at badbirdygolf.com. We really appreciate it. That supports us. I know my man Bobby, He's rocking the Bad Birdie because we did a little, hey, he tweeted, tweeted at me with Bob his swag. It. I matched him, da da da. Um, yes, so much fun. We love their stuff. Please, if you want to upgrade your wardrobe, check out Bad Birdie.
0: That's right. Mm. That's right. And they got menswear and women's Yes, wear, they so, do. You know, for yes,
1: both. they do. And a variety of styles. Like it looks very nice, for sure. very comfortable.
0: For sure, people. for sure. Uh, yeah, tea party coming up this weekend. I mean, I'll be wearing this my week. I'll be yeah. wearing
1: my bad birdie there. It is Friday. Woo! That's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's on Friday. Um, we are like we are doing like we like last twenty four hours because even though it's on Friday, you got twenty four hours to purchase your tickets. We have so many fun things coming up. It's gonna be a Quantity's Suns taking. watch party against mm-hmm. the Timberwolves. So you got the Suns there. Come on out. You got the driving range. We're gonna have free food. Our Our friends at Chop Shop and Mountain Mike's Pizza are there with free food. Four Peaks is gonna be there with some free samples. Literally there's gonna be free merch from OGs. Like I just said free three times, plus another free thing. They are literally giving you a bucket of balls on the house plus range time that equates to $35. And I'm no mathematician, but if it costs $36 per person and you're getting $35 in free stuff, not even including all the food and drink, that's like $1 that you're actually having to spend.
0: It's an insane deal. That's
1: pretty darn good. You get a foursome, that's $30 a person. Come out with your friends or by yourself. And if you come by yourself, that's okay because we will have friends that you can talk to like me, like Ramon, Mm -hmm. like everyone else here at PHNX. So please come join us. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have contests. Prizes, everything like that. Like it's just a darn good time. It's on a Friday night. We're gonna have heaters. They got hot chocolate if you're a little cold, little chilly. It's gonna be so much fun. That's on Friday. This Friday, the 13th. That's kind of spooky, but you know it's not spooky. <laughs> wow, you like that? It's gonna be the link in the chat and in our description where you can get your tickets. Again, last 24 hours. We end it tomorrow. Do it
0: now. That's right. That's right. It's gonna be a great time. Man, and the prices got a little bit lower, too, right? So we want you to be there. So take Mm. advantage of that. 24 hours, the clock is ticking. Make sure to click on that link, and we'll see you there on Friday. It's going to be a great time. All right, y'all. That wraps it up. I know uh, Leah has to watch the Coyotes. They're starting pretty soon. (laughs) Uh, but, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you to everybody that watched us today. Uh, and if uh, when, if you were active in the comment section, special shout-out for you. Thank you so much for joining us. Michael, we got Jose. We got some pugs, apparently. Pugs with, and, other, and hugs. And hugs. I forgot with about little,
1: that. With a little, uh, little dog emoji as we were talking about underdog. Woo! Woo! Love it.
0: Uh, and BJ, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. We will be back next week on Tuesday. And I, hopefully, I think Owen will be back maybe. We you know see. what? If you tweet it, you know, I
1: always like to say if you tweet at him enough, something – might He'll switch <laughs> his flight
0: for you. He'll switch his flight. If you guys want him here on Tuesday, I'm yeah. just kidding. Go ahead and tweet him that. See what happens. All right, y'all. That's it from us here. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you next week. Take care. Have a great night.